When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! 14 USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey everybody, you're really stooped to an all-time low on this one. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hey, what's up everyone? That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Quack Deck Podcast. This is, if you haven't known, the Definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. And we are back again. Before we get going, put out the call for, for people who wanted to participate in Mighty Ducks Trivia. Got a lot of responses. We're up to 12 people. I will put the list online, but... We're going to cap it at 16, so we got four slots left, and then we'll have some bracket play. I'm not really sure how the format will go. We'll have a selection committee to do the seating. Yeah, and we'll just, uh, it'll it'll take a long time, and we'll figure it out, and we'll figure out the timing and all that kind of stuff, but right now we just want to get the field set before we do anything else, so hurry up if you want to participate and you have told Nobody that you have wanted to participate. And uh, we will most likely have a prize for the ultimate winner. Yeah. We could do a shirt or something. Yeah. It'll be it'll be something. It'll be something special, I think. Oh, like a shower curtain? Uh, I don't know. We could do a shower curtain. What else? Baby clothes. <laughs> baby clothes. <laughs> this is like, a, it's like an unsuspecting baby clothes gift. It's like a, somebody's girlfriend like open, opens it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So look forward to that is what I'm trying to say. Other than that, no other business to get to. So let's go. One, one quick housekeeping. Oh, okay. Um, we mentioned Kevin's fridge last yeah. week. Oh, and set to be delivered tomorrow. New fridge. New fridge. So you didn't repair the old one. No. Well, I mean, I did repair the old one. It's just it's gonna give. What out did you again. do to repair it? basically what happens i think it's like too much moisture gets in there and like the it like freezes or or, the, or the, i don't know that whatever the condenser whatever fridges have stops working mm-hmm. um so then you just have to like unplug it and like let it completely defrost and then it works again but so then, fixing it is just unplugging it basically i mean <laughs> it's a you, temporary I, and fix. then i have to throw away all my food but <laughs> so this so it was happening like every like four months three four months or so plus it just it didn't work all that well sometimes. Like the freezer would like go on and off. So like it would stuff would defrost and freeze again, then defrost and freeze again. It wasn't the safest freezer and fridge, I'll say that. But it is functioning right now. There you go. I, so, I do want to point out that I totally called what would happen is that yeah. Kevin's mom would bail him out. Oh yeah. And that's exactly early, what early birthday gift. Early oh. birthday gift. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin's mom. Shout out to Kevin's mom. To I, Debbie. Debs. Yeah. Mama Mama Cullen. We might have her on the the pod yeah. one of these days. She's gonna be local. Yeah. So yeah, another thing to look forward to. I do have one act more thing actually. No pod next week. I'm going to be out of town, so no pod next week. We'll get back to it in June, 
So how very big of you to to take the the blame yourself when you normally shoulder it or or shove it off onto me. Well, most of the I time always, it is I, your fault. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll say that is true, but sometimes when it's not my fault, I still get blamed. Sometimes, not a lot though. Most of the time, it's just your fault. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's not my fault. I'm like busier and more important than you guys. Well, you're definitely not more important. Yeah. Busy. Agree could to be disagree. A, a relative. I mean. When all your stuff starts breaking down, I guess that means you're busy trying to fix it and whatnot. Yeah, because like, I'm trying I'm... to con your mother into buying. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mother is a saint. She is. Yeah. Again, another shout out to Debs. Uh, tell me, what is the topic today? Okay, topic today, and this is a kind of a spinoff special from a quack question. Um, I can give you the details on who asked the question. I'm sure. But uh, kind of a what if? So what if Bombay never got that DUI? Or was it DWI? I don't know how the rules work in Minnesota. I don't know. That's a good question. I, that is a good question. I always kind of uh, thought, and I, I I don't think this is true, but like DUI would be like, uh, it was either like drinking, if you're underage and you have any level of alcohol in your system, would be a DUI. Or if you're under like point right, right. and you're uh, under 21, it's okay. a DUI. Um or if you're, or if it's drugs instead of alcohol, but I don't know. I think that's just something I've always thought. I think it's, I, it's, I think it varies by what, state. Yeah, I think it is too. I'll look it up. It'll put, be in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. We'll also, put whatever the legal limit was at that time. That's a good question. Has it always been point oh eight? I mean, I think that probably varies state by state too. Yeah. Oh, it that's, definitely varies. That's really interesting. I don't know if that's. I don't know that for sure. Like if but you're I'm going on a road trip or something, and like normally you're good if you have like three beers and <laughs> like. <laughs> walk that line i I, I would imagine it in some i mean maybe it's now pretty standardized but i would imagine at some point like in the early 90s that probably varied yeah i I remember at least in the midwest some states were 0.1 and some states were 0.08 so there was like a little leave i don't i don't remember any other um limits other than those two but they differed between the states there. So. Quick quick sidebar, uh, my friend, uh, when we were in, I guess we were either in college or high, probably high school. No, no, no. We Some of us were in high school, some of us were in college, the, around that age. Um, and we got, one of them got a, one of those breathalyzers. Yeah. And instead of having like the responsible effect on us, instead oh, all it yeah. did was make us drink more and see who could get the drunkest. The ex- so the those things are very thing bad. Um, uh, breathalyzers like they have like the opposite effect so parents out there don't buy those for your your uh early 20s uh kids yeah late teens early 20s yeah late teens early 20s like okay. be safe you want them to be safe but those things don't have the in, in the intended effect the one that we had i thought might have been broken because we were all blowing like a 0.12 so <laughs> just yeah. go hard yeah, then we drove around a bunch. I'm just kidding, we didn't. <laughs> Back to the topic at hand. Uh, this does come from a quiet question. It's from at Totally Offside. He asked, and we answered it last episode, who would have been better off, if anybody, if they, if no, if they had just met Bombay? So we're sort of turning this into a spinoff and saying, what happens if he doesn't get that DUI? So... He's still drinking and whatnot, but he just makes it home and everything's good. So he goes to work. Uh, so what happens to District 5 in this situation? Because they apparently still need a coach, but 
how does how do they sort of continue on without Bombay sort of stepping in right when they needed it after their other guy had a heart attack? I think what uh, kind of happens to them is that the team more or less just disbands because they have such a bad reputation. I mean, they basically almost killed the last coach. So nobody wants to step in there and, you know, take this job. So I think they just kind of like hang around for a little while and nobody comes to coach them. And then they just kind of forfeit the rest of the games of the season. I think uh, Terry and Jesse's dad is almost kind of forced to do it. Um, probably because they're like, oh, we don't have a coach. We've got to forfeit the season or whatever. And he's probably like, okay, how many games are left? He's like, oh, we got like four games. He's like, okay, I can step in and do it. Um, he's like, I know you guys aren't making the playoffs, so we can just do this. Um, so I think it's, I think they finish the season, but they don't make the playoffs. It's very uneventful. Banks is never a duck. They never pick up Tommy and Tammy Duncan. So Tommy and, and we talked about this a lot. So so, maybe Tammy lives. So Tammy lives. Tommy never gets kind of involved in the game. Um, so there's a huge ripple effect almost for the better, I guess. And for some of these ducks, we, we touched on that last, last week too. So I guess in this scenario, would Hans just have never made the plan or what, or did his plan like fail? Do you think the cop was on Hans's payroll? The one who pulled over? I mean, oh. I, think we've, I think we've established that before. Yeah. So this if was we a setup. We well, I guess my question would be. So they needed this coach, and, and they got a criminal, basically, to coach the team. Oh, With, did they get a different criminal? Yeah, did they get a different person who had got a DUI or did something? Or or was this because Bombay was a, a well-known uh, youth league hockey player? The judge recognized that and said, oh, you have to do this. Well, I always figured, in like, if we're not talking Hans for a second, that it's it was definitely ducks worth pulling strings. Yeah. Um, because I find it very difficult to believe that a guy who just got a DUI would be like a good like influence for kids. And so they were definitely pulling strings. Um, Ducksworth, like knew the judge, whatever. Um, and so they got all that taken care of. So I don't know if they get like someone else who's sentenced to community service or they just find some like guy to do it or gal. Yeah. I think the most likely scenario is, is Terry and, and Jesse's dad taking over. You figure, I guess Bombay was sentenced to community service. He wasn't necessarily sentenced to that team. So maybe that's Hans and Ducksworth pulling the strings there. The Hans aspect is interesting here. Um, Yeah, so he sets up the cop. So I guess he would just not have made this play for this peewee team then if Bombay doesn't get the DUI. Is that what we're saying here? Yeah, and is it something where maybe Hans didn't know about it until Bombay actually got pulled over? Because, like, unless he knew that Bombay was, like, drinking and driving every single night. Because they never say, like, why Bombay would be dumb enough to be, like, have a beer bottle drinking in this car. Well, he's brash. He's bold. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's above the law. That's true. So I guess he's done it before, so maybe Hans knew. Yeah. Yeah, after winning some cases or something like that. So there are some, obviously there are the ducks, but there are also some periphery periphery characters i definitely don't think periphery is a word that's why i corrected it into periphery peripheral peripheral Peripheral? sounds right there are some players on the periphery would make sense (laughs) yeah okay what kevin said like for example charlie's mom so bombay doesn't get the dui doesn't coach the team 
Charlie's mom and Charlie never meet Bombay. Is that a good thing? In particular for Charlie's mom, who Bombay ends up just losing contact and sort of like breaking her heart, I guess, in D2. I don't think it's good for Charlie's mom because it was kind of like the Bombay thing that happened that obviously like caused her to like kind of um, or maybe I guess in this scenario, maybe also caused Charlie to quit chasing the dudes off. Oh, because um, yeah, um, Charlie says that as soon as like the guys that Charlie's mom dates see him, they're like out of there just because Charlie's a little shit. Yeah. Um, also, I guess these dudes aren't very good. Yeah. So plus Charlie's a shitty cook. That's true. <laughs> We've established that. So, so Bombay's or Bombay, Charlie's mom benefits from the meeting with Bombay despite them breaking up. You look at then the Hawks and in particular Jack Riley. So Bombay doesn't coach that team. Does Riley then go on to coach the Junior Goodwill Games? I don't know, because I think it's harder to sell him. Yeah. Because yeah. we've talked about um, Tibbles getting Bombay because he knew he could sell him and market the team. Um, yeah, I, I don't think so, because you can't sell him. Unless you wanted to sell like the whole like Bobby Knight disciplinarian or whatever like that. For a bunch of 12-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Probably not the best way to go. Like, uh, I mean, who 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 normally coaches these teams? Probably just some. I mean, in real life or in the junior no, yeah, games. Yeah, in, in like the junior go to in the junior go to games. Well, do they have like U seventeen World Championships things like that? Yeah, yeah, they do. They have a national team development program, yeah. and there's a head coach dedicated to that program. And what is their typical background? Just like junior coach, travel coach, high level travel coach, maybe some AHL experience or, or, or pro experience. So that sort of background. So maybe they just go that way. Um, so it's like Don Cherry's son. Sure, sure. I mean, he's Canadian, so I don't know if he would coach the well, U.S. team, the, but you could. The, the U.S. Uh, soccer coach was German. Yeah, for... that's true. Uh, that's kind of like a unique to soccer thing, though. Yeah, because because we're so bad. Like, well, no, I mean it's it's across the board. It's it's like um, a lot of the uh, like that, the African. Coaches that happens in basketball too, though, not in the U.S. specifically, but like where American coaches will go coach like. Yeah, you know, they're Japan coaching or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, that's like, true. You know. Well, I mean, it's basically like so. Speaking for like soccer, it's like um, if you're like uh, like Egypt, like um, Bob Bradley, who was like the U.S. coach, he went and coached Egypt, whatever. So you really you're getting coaches with international experience who know how to win on the international level. Because like, yeah, maybe you can like be amazing in like the Africa Cup of Nations against other African teams, but you need a coach who knows how to win in Europe or or win in South America or something. So that's why you get these these coaches, and also they're more experienced. They've coached in leagues. But anywho, that's uh, that's not really what we're talking about. <laughs> that was a bit of a tangent we went on. Yeah, um, going to be the first time. <laughs> so one thing I want to I want to mention, okay. and um, this might be getting ahead. So if Bombay never gets a DUI, um, do we think that like eventually he ends up like he just kind of like st- remains a lawyer, or whatever, and almost like. In uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Lost. I think you guys have. Yeah, but like I never finished Lost. You never finished. I've it? made it like to the 
the penultimate season like five times, but then it just starts like you know. Starts, <laughs> I won't I won't spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it, but there's some weird shit that starts happening. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, one of the things they kind of envision um, toward the end is like, well, what would have happened if the plane didn't crash? And so they show like characters kind of crossing. There paths. was a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like some of the characters crossing paths. So I wonder if there'd be something where like Bombay ended up being like, a, I don't know, maybe he gets down on his luck and he actually becomes like a public defender or something like that. And he has to like defend Peter in court or something like that. Or or he ends up actually impacting their lives in a different oh, way later on. Destined. Okay, I'll yeah. take I'll take that same approach, but it's kind of in a different light. Um, so Bombay keeps drinking. He keeps drinking and driving, blah, blah, blah. So that goes on for, you know, 10 15 20 years it's fine but then he finally like kills somebody like drinking and driving or something Mm -hmm. and one of those would have been ducks is the cop that arrests bombay oh like jesse or terry yeah like jesse or terry or uh is the one that ends up arresting bombay after this horrible incident in bombay's life and maybe and then maybe somebody's a lawyer at that point and helps bombay out a lawyer or something yeah so Bombay is just destined to cross paths with these ducks eventually. I think in a very terrible way because I mean Bombay's not going. He's not going to become a public defender. Why the? No, like if he like was down on his luck, he would he yeah. would do that because like he got fired from the firm maybe for like too much drinking. Or yeah, something okay, like yeah. That. I think it'd be more. I think it'd be like he kills somebody in a DWI. But so Bombay's really hockey interest comes from the ducks but if you're tibbles and you're talking with hans or jan uh and you know bombay is a local i guess he's not really a hero as a youth because he misses the penalty shot but he's a heel he's he's well known in the area could have had a shot in the pros and whatnot could have gone all the way does tibbles look into him and try to convince him to be the junior goodwill coach goodwill games coach anyway no no because he has no coaching experience yeah there's no there's nothing to he's not he's not the minnesota miracle man anymore. he actually was a bad coaching choice for d5 for district five because he had zero coaching experience yeah but i i think tibbles has the marketing the marketing angle is just like the youth the the boyhood here i guess but he'd have to go on and do something great and we never really have proof of that so there goes my theory there. Yeah, that was a poor theory. Yeah. That'd be like hiring me to coach. No. That'd be like hiring, I don't know, like a... <laughs> no. Like no, a, come up with something. Like some guy who like played D1 basketball and flamed out and they'd like hiring him to coach like the, the U18 basketball team, like national basketball team, like for no reason. Like why? why that guy? No one else wanted it. How? What? Why would nobody want, else want this that? This is a low-level tournament. I think Junior we've established games? Yeah, I think we've established it's front that this page is, of USA Today. That's yeah. true. That's true. low level. That is true. I uh, I rescind my comments. I think there's a lot of popularity for the '94 games. I think because of Tibbles's marketing. Although, if we are going with the whole like, I don't want to say it's not butterfly effect. That's not it. But like crossing paths maybe like bombay is like a lawyer like who works for the games or something like that or he his like his firm gets picked up to like do like some kind of you know corporate stuff for the junior goodwill games and 
he like brushes shoulders with Maria somewhere in the tunnel or something like that. And so he still kind of meets these characters. So it'd be very interesting to see Bombay's life, the rest of it, and him like running into all the characters at different points. I mean, like Carp's like taking orders at McDonald's or something like that. And (laughs) Goldberg's Deli. Yeah, Goldberg's (laughs) Deli. And, you know, Averman is like maybe an accountant at the firm or let me Julia Cat maybe is like a young like lawyer who's like a paralegal or something like who works for the firm one day or something like that because I could see the cat being a lawyer if she doesn't become huge into hockey yeah like we have anticipated though uh, yeah I think this is one of our uh, I think she's the only one that continues on the same path that she's on just yeah I think she just dominates in Maine and yeah, uh, yeah maybe she gets picked up by the junior Goodwill games team again yeah. I, I think so and maybe she's a starting goaler for the entire time of the junior yeah. Goodwill games. oh so it really accelerates her progress up the mm-hmm. ranks there but the whole Bombay crossing pass, I think, is another one of our many spin-off movies. Um, that yeah, we need to like workshop that a little bit, have a little story uh, behind that. But yeah, we could definitely come up with something. The there. alternate universe ducks. Yeah, yeah. So let me just run down the list for you and see if you guys think these people's lives are better or worse. With Bombay, better or worse? At, at what? At what point? From them not meeting Bombay. Well, I know, but like, at what point in their life? Like, what? Like now, or like when they're that yeah, age, well, or I mean, everything that happens kind of builds off the next almost. So, like, from them not meeting Bombay, I guess better or worse compared to them meeting Bombay and and going through this and going through Eden Hall for those that did. And them We're, never meeting Bombay. Keeping just, in mind the assumptions that we've kept in mind before. Yeah, sure. Okay. These sure. are just going to be like knee-jerk things. <laughs> exactly. It's like 13, but... It was rounding up. <laughs> Less prime number. Less slash Dave Averman. I think, he, I think he's... Is there like a neutral category? Yeah, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. He's the yeah, same. Neutral. Uh, Adam Banks. I think he's better off not meeting uh, Bombay because he's like he stays with the Hawks. He's better off hockey wise if he stays with the Hawks because I think he, I mean, he's in that system. Like he will be funneled to the correct place. I agree, but I think maybe he like turns into like a douche or something, or or like Todd Marinovich. Yeah, he gets burned out. Oh yeah, that that. Fun fact, my brother played wiffle ball on the beach with Todd Marinovich once. How do you do against him? I have no idea. I don't... How does one even keep track of that in wiffle ball? Was he pitching against Todd Marinovich? I I don't know. I think it would be cooler if Todd Marinovich was pitching against him. Yeah, either way. Yeah. So, yeah. For those who don't know, Todd Marinovich is like a robo quarterback from like the mid-90s. Yeah. Who like washed out. He was a first-round draft pick. He washed out because he was, he was like doing tar, uh, black tar heroin and stuff. Well, basically, like his dad was like grooming him to be yeah. like this all star. He never athlete. had he was like, any sugar like until he, he got like, to college. Only ate like fruits and vegetables. Yeah, yeah. He, like it was I, a really good thirty for thirty and a really good uh, article. I think that was in like uh, Esquire or something about. Him. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. it's crazy. His dad was like doing stretches on him for when he was like two years old to yeah. make sure he had like the range of motion and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. yeah. Well done, Kevin. Shout Kevin. out to Todd Marinovich. Shout out. Come on, yeah, come we on could have him on the pod. Yeah. I'd love to talk to him. Yeah. Only about the Ducks, though. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Conway. 
Um, Let's say he's. I think he's worse off. I, he I also think Bombay. he's worse off because he doesn't end up going to private school. Yeah. I think his mom never really. Not that. Not that this would have an impact. Like a. Not that her like quote unquote settling down like has an impact one way or the other, but I think like Charlie just continues to be like tortured almost in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, I think he's worse off. We talked about Tammy and Tommy Duncan. Uh, I think Tammy's better off. For sure. Tommy's worse off. Oh, oh interesting. Worse off. Yeah, I guess I think Tommy's in the neutral category. Yeah, Joey the cat. We sort of talked about meeting like up I think, later. I think a bit neutral. I mean, maybe better yeah. off in terms of Junior Goodwill games, but yeah, Let, worse off because she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't go to that because because Tibbles maybe it'd be interesting if she still ended up like at Eden Hall or some like prep school like yeah because a lot of that was like the exposure that she got yeah. you know so I, yeah I think yeah. there's a potential but I, I think it's pretty close either way yeah I think Julie stays more regional like on the east coast I don't know if she goes all the way to Eden Hall but I think she gets a spot on like a yeah. prep team and mm-hmm. she never she never pays for drinks in Bangor Maine That's exactly yeah exactly uh Guy Germain I think I think he's neutral I think he's fine um, the only question is, is potentially, I guess he and Connie are able to, I guess, stay together thanks to Bombay because they're playing more hockey. Maybe they bond more. And so maybe Guy's life is better off because this relationship with Connie is able to go further. Or maybe it's, maybe it's not as good for him. Yeah. But I, I could see kind of him having a, a good life either way. Yeah. I think Ditto he's, Connie. I mean, he's still wearing that fucking sweater or that fucking scarf. I'm sure. <laughs> I think he's better off hockey wise for meeting Bombay. Just yeah. go on, but yeah. that's true because we've we've talked about how he's you know uh, one one of the better players, and he's except not according to Tom Martin. Oh, didn't Tom Martin hate Gee? Didn't he think he was terrible? Or is that Averman? Averman. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, I think I think Tom was fine with Gee. Okay, I couldn't remember. Friend of the show, Tom. Friend of the show, Tom Martin, out in Buffalo there. Uh Jesse Hall. Um, well, we have our theories about <laughs> Jesse yeah. might not having a great life after um, Eden Hall, or not Eden Hall, after D2. Um, but it, it's tough to argue him having a worse life because of Bombay, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Although, I mean, maybe it's worse because maybe his dad does end up coaching the team, and like maybe that kind of boost their relationship so there's a better father-son thing going on or you could say worse because maybe he maybe he plays another sport or something and he theoretically could have been better at that other sport oh yeah he's like oh well and we've talked about of course the actor who played jesse was also an actor in the sandlot so oh yeah those baseball jeans maybe that was actually terry's like their dad isn't he a rapper also in empire that's Uh, terry hall terry Hall. terry hall's an empire okay yeah, speaking of Terry Hall, uh, I, first of all, I think Jesse's neutral. I mean, fairly neutral. It yeah. kind of goes the same. Uh, yeah, Terry Hall there. Uh, since he's only in D1, it's tough to say. I guess it's probably pretty neutral. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he's... And we've talked about Terry having like a success story, so... Yeah. Neutral, right. I'd say. All right. Dave Karp. Worse off worse uh, wait sorry he's worse off he would be worse off had he not met 
Okay. I yeah, can... I can I can see like the ducks really him becoming better friends with a lot of the ducks that he wouldn't be good friends with if they like weren't good at hockey if they weren't spending so much time together. Mm-hmm. Like oh carp that idiot we have to spend time with him. So unless he just like goes crazy that he didn't make good little games. Nah, yeah, I, can... I just think he gets kind of like lost in the shuffle. Yeah, yeah, I think Bombay was good to, as Tommy said, bring them together there with the rest of the team. Uh, Connie Moreau. Um, I, I don't know. That one's tough. Uh, I feel like she's kind of similar to Gee. Like she's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she is is altered too much there i think she's still a good hockey player maybe she yeah maybe it's the same she doesn't quite advance as far without bombay but for the most part like in terms of her general life it's pretty much the same uh dean portman well so he's gonna do you think he's on junior goodwill games roster no matter what Probably just because of his size. Yeah, like that team was hurt for size. But I guess he doesn't. He doesn't go to Eden Hall though, if not for Bombay. Yeah, that's and that's uh, that's why I'd say may, maybe worse off. Yeah. Although we don't really know what he was doing. I mean, we've or I guess I've opined that he got arrested. Yeah. And he was serving time or something like that. So but, I mean, that'd be another way that Bombay helped him to get yeah. him out of that trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I think his life is worse off if he doesn't meet Bombay. I agree. But he also, he met Bombay and he still got in that trouble, so. I That's true, but Bombay's a lawyer and he probably Yeah, him. I think Bombay. Yeah. But we don't know what happens to, we don't know what happens to Portman after Eden Hall. Like. I mean, we've theorized about yeah. it. Yeah, I but guess. I think him and Bombay at least stay close and, you know, he yeah. probably has some 3 a.m. phone calls. Bombay's like, hey, <laughs> I, I did something stupid again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, let's go back actually. I missed it. Luis Mendoza. I don't I, know. Yeah, I. I mean, Jan teaches them to stop, but you figure another coach could do that as well. <laughs> so you figure some coach at some point should have taught him that. Yeah, I so. think it's neutral. I don't. I feel. I never got the feeling that Bombay and, and him were very close, mm-hmm. and so it's just like whatever. I feel like he's worse off, uh, just in the sense that he doesn't get to go hit on all the girls at Eden Hall. Oh. So yeah, he's got to go back to Miami. No pretty girls there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Peter Mark. We we, um, we theorize that he gets involved in Hans's drug game. I think he gets swept up either way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, Fulton Reed. Ooh, this one's tough because you, you also like have football the football star, angle. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of similar to what we were talking about, like with Jesse or or Terry, like kind of having that ability to go maybe go play another sport. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say uh worse off maybe like financially. Um, because he, maybe he did have the potential to like, I don't know, go pro or something in football, but mm-hmm. I think he's better off like socially. Because, Interesting. Because I don't know, because he kinda seemed like he was like that brooding like loner. Yeah, he's like Torvald in that scenario. And hey Arnold. Sure. God damn we, it. We Tommy loves Torvald. <laughs> Tommy loves Torvald. Uh, All right. Yeah, I I would <laughs> I can see that. I can see that how Bombay brought him sort of into the fold, similar to Carp, but in a in a different aspect in that. So move on to Greg Goldberg. Do you think he moves back to Philly? 
I think he balloons like 500 pounds <laughs> if he doesn't. Because, you know, like Bombay like pushes him to like actually be like a semi-athlete, you know? That's true. Um, yeah. And the team does. Uh, like, I mean, yeah. Those skating montages wouldn't have happened without Bombay, so. Yeah, Bombay puts a lot of faith in Goldberg. Where yeah. Another like blind coach, faith. Yeah, like, another coach maybe. He didn't even try anybody else out. <laughs> yeah. Goalie. Like. So. Well, so, I mean, I'm sure they just like Goldberg. He's the fattest one. He doesn't know how to skate. So just put him in goal. But that's not how hockey works. No, but if you're District 5, it is. Because it's like. <laughs> yeah. Like, where, no one's where gonna else s- do you put him? That and also it's like, you know, whoever we put in goal is going to be really bad. So might as well put the biggest guy in there. So there's like. Like fewer holes. Yeah. yeah. I will say that like completely destroyed my like view of hockey. Like growing up you thought like, oh, i just always thought the goalie kid. was fat guy and, and then he appears that way like in a, if you just like at a glance look at hockey you're like oh yeah the goalie's fat because of all the pads and whatnot yeah but, and then i realized like oh no all these goalies are like incredible athletes you know like mm-hmm. i don't know it's, it's what well, were the goalies like on your teams growing up mike um i mean they were they were all different types like i don't think there's one like archetype they were all kind of crazy but other than that yeah, that, that they're kind of like um kind of like closers, like baseball closers. Yeah, like they, they're like of a different. Yeah, there's yeah. there's definitely like, like a Gagne different or... a different uh aspect to them than most people. So, yeah. did you ever play goalie? Is... I played. I like to play goalie. Like when we played pond hockey, I was actually pretty good at goalie. I played one game of goalie in like mini mites when the goalie rotated and all that. We played the worst team. But I got a shutout, and I made like three saves. Yeah. Uh, three like legit Congratulations. saves. Yeah. How old are mini mites? Oh, we were like five or six. Maybe seven. So you beat up on the worst team in the league. Yeah, Congrats. we played the Power Rangers. Well, I made a big save like right in the third period, and it got stuck under my pad when I went down. It, it, what was your team name? Because uh, the Power Rangers, that's a pretty damn good name. We were the River Rats at that point. Okay, that's not a good name. I thought the River Rats was good. It's clever. I'd rather be a Power Ranger. How was it than a clever? It's original. It's illiterate, but it's it's, like it's alliterative, not illiterate. Alliteration. Yeah, I don't think alliterative <laughs> is a word either. I don't know. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Speaking of goalies, though, this is making me really want to go watch Miracle. Oh yeah, what's his name? Jimmy Jim Craig. Craig. Jim Craig. Yeah. Jim Craig, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I liked his character because he had a little bit of that, you know. Did you guys ever see the, like the documentary about? I think I saw it some really of good. it at least. Is it was that a thirty for thirty? Or maybe that no, was before. No, it was like, I think 30 it was like HBO or something like that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, and I think the whole thing is on YouTube. Maybe Mike can put it in the show notes, All just right. so I can find it. And- <laughs> I'll look for it. Uh, what was the other goalie's name? Vladislav Tretiak. No, or no. no. But- oh, Steve Janis. Janis. There we go. Or Janicek, Janicek, yeah, Janicek. Uh, let's move on. Dwayne Robertson. I think he's fine because he just like ends up roping cattle and he's yeah. Either yeah. way, he's roping cattle. He's either doing it on ice or on the rodeo. <laughs> yeah, maybe not an ice rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Russ Tyler. Uh, worse off. Yeah, I'd say worse off. Yeah, he doesn't go to Eden Hall. Yeah, no. I think he just stays in, in South Central with the crew and whatnot, yeah. and, and they just do whatever happens in South Central Los Angeles, <laughs> and, and whatever happens. Mike's doing some tiptoe in here. <laughs> I'm not implying anything. I think you are inferring something, sir, and I don't appreciate it. That's We're enough. using some big boy words today, and the appropriate use of implying and infer. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. That was good. So let's he's not alliterative. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's close it off with Kenny Wu. I think he's worse off having met Bombay. Well, although he didn't, he's not playing hockey because he met Bombay. Well, I don't no. know, but maybe Tibbles doesn't try to get him because, like, maybe the the team that, like, the national team is like, we don't need Kenny Wu there. <laughs> yeah, any reasonable coach would be like, get this fucking kid out of get here. Get this he's figure, figure skater, skater out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, go fucking tell him to win gold and yeah. Salt yeah. Lake like, can you imagine Kenny Wu? Like, can you imagine Herb Brooks putting up with him? Oh, Ken was gone. Yeah, yeah, he's cut, cut first day for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. There we go. If you have any thoughts, tell us. com. Let's go to the quack question. If you haven't listened before, welcome. You also are probably lost during most of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you've seen the movie if you've listened this far into but it. But you're really intrigued, so you're going to go back and listen to all of our episodes. Yeah. Anyway, if you haven't listened, you ask us questions on Twitter, Facebook, email. We pick the best one. We answer it. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Uh, today's quack question comes from, I believe, a first-time quack question on the show. Oh, uh, first-time quack questionite, we'll call them. Sure. Uh, maybe we'll come up with a better name. Quack questioner? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, this one comes from Keith Leong, who is at Damansara Keith on Twitter. Yeah. I think. Uh, maybe that's Well done. Um, the question is, where was Russ Tyler during the campfire? I don't see him. Is it because his character lives in L.A.? Hmm. My my opinion is maybe he's afraid of fire. You think maybe he's just taking a leak? Well, okay. Let's think about it this way. He grew up in South Central. When were the riots? Before he was born, probably. Or no. In the 90s. Yeah. Early 90s. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he has like an aversion to fire. I th- oh, yeah. Like, well, uh, like the hound in Game of Thrones. Let's look up the L.A. riots and see when they were. Because... Like- this right after Rodney King's, it would have been like what eighty nine, ninety. I feel like eighty nine. Well, there's ninety two. This is this is the Rodney... well for for us as as three white guys like not knowing <laughs> this historical time. Ninety two yeah, were the Rodney yeah, King. See, right. so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so he would have years... been in the mix like when this was happening. Yeah, that's so. two years later. He he's on the Junior Goodwill Games team. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unclear where the location is. And that might have been an aspect to it. I can see where uh, I can see where Ken is coming from here. Now, scared of fire? Like I, I don't. I think that's stupid. <laughs> I was trying to like pair that with something logical. Well, like, was there anyone else who wasn't in the? Scene? How is that not logical? He would have been like eight whenever his city was on fire. That's fine, but it, I'm this sure he would have just like hung fire. out by the. By the ledge, or not ledge, but like... It's like the same thing, like, if a kid is, like, scared by a clown when when he's a kid, he's, like, afraid of clowns for the rest of his life. Well, yeah, I'm not afraid of clowns, but I have a friend who's deathly afraid can of he them. Go Shout to out his, to can Tanya. He, can Tanya... <laughs> Tanya, is that a Putting boy, her on blast Tanya? right now. Can she go to a circus? Uh... I don't. I would guess she wouldn't like it very much. Well, but she could go and be like, all her friends are going. It's like, okay, I'll go. We almost one time ordered a singing gram for her for her birthday. That was a singing clown. She probably would have had a heart attack and died. Uh, probably not then. Yeah, I used to hide um, printed out pictures of clowns in her drawers at work. Wow, she didn't like that very much. <laughs> Sound like a great coworker. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Kevin doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's why he got fired. Love Tanya. Shout out. So back to Russ. My question remains though: Was there anyone else in the scene who 
Like, was there anyone else missing from the scene? Because you could argue, like, That's oh, a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have Russ to study. Whoever they were out, you know, drinking beers in the woods or something. Yeah, I don't know. maybe I, Russ was peeing. Yeah, that's the first thing I said. Maybe we just yeah. taking a leak. Yeah, yeah, that that's all possible. I think mine is more compelling, but because he's afraid of fire. <laughs> I mean, I think I still think the simple answer is they got on a plane and went to Minnesota. But well, that's kind of fucked up. Who knows? They're like, let's go party without Russ. Well, I mean, it could have been something like, "Hey, we're we're, we're flying out tomorrow." Yeah, exactly. And then, because this is like camping, they probably went. This is like a team trip or whatever, and they can't really do that. Like, hey, you have to go back to Minnesota. We're not paying for your fucking hotel rooms anymore. After they just won the gold, yeah, he's got a budget. Tibbles didn't make money by frivolously spending it. Although I guess they might have done like a media tour after. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And then yeah, because it was the Junior Goodwill game, so maybe they stayed around and watched some other events, closing ceremonies, closing ceremonies. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah, so this I think I've I've switched my tune now. So this this campfire must have been in L.A. Unless this is way beyond when we see, because we do see a. Uh, well, it it could have been where maybe in. So we assume that Russ is still like he's not like staying with them in the dorms or whatever, right? I don't think so, because Russ is a late ad. Yeah, so it's so, not like they have. And so like, maybe this is just outside the dorms, and it's like maybe it was very spontaneous. Just outside, it's like in the woods. Well, I mean, like fucking down. The block or whatever. They found some woods. Um, and so Russ, who it's obviously... In the summer, it's a drought in L.A. It was against the law to have a fire. That's why they had to go into the woods. Down the street into yeah. the woods? <laughs> couple, well, couple turns. But anyway, Russ is not staying with them. He's at his house. So like, oh, shit, we forgot to invite Russ? Pretty much. <laughs> it yeah. happens. People forget to be invited to things. <laughs> I feel like Tommy's got some... <laughs> some <laughs> yeah, some like passive-aggressiveness <laughs> going on here. <laughs> But yeah, so the big question is where this campfire is, because I could see it being the last day that they're all together, like they flew back to Minnesota, because that's where training camp was. So you figure they'll they'll fly there, and then everyone will go their separate ways. And Russ was already in Los Angeles, so he just stayed there. Uh, If we're talking closing ceremonies and that kind of stuff, yeah, maybe it's a thing. Now, Russ does say that in D3... The safest thing to do in his hood is watch TV. So maybe he just doesn't want to go out, or maybe his mom doesn't let him out at night. Past curfew. Yeah. No way of getting home on the mean streets. So another aspect to, to sort of uh, take into play here. I think the most sense is that they had it back in Minnesota, and it was just like kind of like, hey, last night the whole team's going to be here. That's but, but Russ could still be afraid of fire. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe there was a little combination. Maybe they invited him to go to Minnesota, and Russ was like, I don't like fire, and I know there's going to be, specific, there's, there's hey, be fire there. come to Minnesota. We're going to have a campfire. And Russ was like, no, I'm scared of fire. And wow. that was the, um, and Russ, of course, was the uh, inspiration for the character The Hound in Game of Thrones. I mentioned that again. You guys, you, you guys didn't acknowledge it last time. So much happens in Game of Thrones. Like, I, I forget. Yeah, I haven't watched, like, on. the last, like, three seasons or four seasons. Yeah. Well, it's really good. It is good. Speaking of Russ, though, shout out. To, uh, he's got a, a an auction going on right now. On <laughs> oh, yeah. CharityBuzz.com. Cross promotion. Yeah. yeah, give it to us. Uh, it, it's, uh, I, I obviously don't have the link handy, but um, yeah, so I think it's, uh, the auction is for, you get two tickets to SNL and you get to meet and hang out with uh, with Russ Tyler. Um, How can we rig Keenan this Thompson. so we win? 
I mean, it's an auction, so you have to have enough money to win it. And I think oh, right, last, time, last time I checked, it's at like $6,500 or something. So it's, it's not yes. cheap. Should it's we start at... a GoFundMe so we could interview there Russ? You there you go. Yeah. I, I mean, the minimum. So it's at $6,750 right now. Minimum next bid is $7,250. Yeah. And so, legally, I don't think I could bid. So. Oh, interesting. Now I'm you're not going to bid, so. If you're considering it, your bid does support the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society Greater Los Angeles chapter. So you're doing some good here, and you can also go and talk to Russ Tyler and tell him to come on the pod. And ask him if he's afraid of fire. Yeah, that too. That's a good point. Seems like money well spent to me. Yes. This is a good wrapping up point to quacktech.com. Go there. Contact us at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpod. If you want to get in on the trivia, now is the time to tell us. We got four spots left. Let us know. And uh, go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us why you think Russ missed the campfire scene. If he indeed did, I guess we're taking the quiet question at face value here because I did not research before. So we'll see. We'll see if he actually. Like he was actually just there the whole time. Yeah, maybe <laughs> he was just actually there. And someone <laughs> snuck it by us. Fucking deathly afraid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to the shop, get some shirts, get some mugs, get some wall art, get everything we have. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Ain't no turning back. Got to believe.